In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Daniel chapter 9, verses 16 through 19, where I'll ask the question, how should we focus our prayers? Daniel chapter 9, verses 16 through 19 says, O Lord, according to all your righteous acts, let your anger and your wrath turn away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy hill. Because for our sins and for the iniquity of our fathers, Jerusalem and your people have become a byword among all who are around us. Now, therefore, O our God, listen to the prayer of your servant and to his pleas for mercy. And for your own sake, O Lord, make your face to shine upon your sanctuary, which is desolate. O my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations and the city that is called by your name. For we do not present our pleas before you because of our righteousness, but because of your great mercy. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, pay attention and act. Delay not for your own sake, O my God, because your city and your people are called by your name. Well, Daniel is there in exile. He starts doing the math. He starts doing the math from the prophecies of Jeremiah because Jeremiah told them that they would be 70 years in exile. And Daniel recognizes those 70 years are coming to a close. Those 70 years are almost up. So he prays to God. He prays to God and asks him to return the people to Jerusalem, to return the people to the land of promise so that the name of the Lord might be made great among the nations. And as he prays this great prayer, he demonstrates how our prayers should be focused. He demonstrates how we should pray to God. So here are three thoughts from Daniel chapter 9, verses 16 through 19, answering the question, how should we focus our prayers? Thought number one, God's righteousness. Daniel talks about the righteousness of God, and he says that he and his people had violated God's righteousness that they had done other than what they should have, that they had sinned against God and that their punishment was just, that them being taken away from the land of promise, that it was a righteous thing to have happened. And this is something that we need to consider in our own prayers. We need to consider the fact that the Lord is righteous. He's righteous in all of the things that he does. And because he is righteous, we can appeal to that righteous nature and know that he will defend and stand up for the continuation of his righteous works. Thought number two, God's mercy. God is merciful. And this is one of his fundamental characteristics, that where he could justly destroy all of creation for the sinfulness of man, he opts not to. He chooses not to because he wants to demonstrate his great mercy. And this is what Daniel appeals to in the prayer. He says, Lord, don't return us to Jerusalem because of the righteousness of your people, because obviously we don't have any. But instead, return us to the land of Judah. Return us to the land of Israel, because you are merciful. Return us there because you seek to do that which is good for your people, even when they don't deserve it. So in our prayers, we appeal not only to the righteousness of God, but we appeal also to his mercy. And we acknowledge that he is a merciful God, that he extends to us grace and blessing far beyond anything we could even hope to deserve. 
and he holds back the punishment that we do deserve. So we appeal to God's mercy in our prayers, knowing that it isn't because of anything that we have done that the Lord should answer us. Thought number three, God's name. Ultimately, Daniel is appealing to the Lord's name. And what he is saying is that Jerusalem is your city. It is your holy hill, and your name is attached to that city that lies desolate. He says that the people of Israel are his people. They are called by his name. They are inseparably attached to him. And it's for his name's sake that Daniel says they should be granted mercy. It's for his name's sake that Daniel says the Lord should fulfill his promise of returning them to the land. You see, the Lord does things for the sake of his name so that his greatness can be made known throughout all of creation. Daniel is aware of this. So when he prays, he says, don't do it because it would be good for me, but do it because it is good ultimately for your name, that you bless your people and fulfill your promise and make all of these prophecies come to pass. Ultimately, what Daniel's prayer tells us about how we should focus our prayers to God is that our prayers must be focused on him and not on us. That's an important thing for us to recognize. Our prayers should be giving glory and honor to God rather than simply a list of demands that we expect from him. When we start to change our mindset about what prayer is and how we are appealing to a creator who is under no obligation to do anything for us, then our prayers start to sound like Daniel's, where we appeal to God's righteousness and his mercy and for the sake of his name in all of the things that we request. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Daniel chapters 7 through 12. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the comments, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.